If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. What's up, guys? I just wanted to come on here and thank you guys so much for an amazing season. It's because of all of you that all of this is happening, and I could not be more grateful. Here are some of my favorite moments from this year. Do I dare call you guys the villains of TikTok? Or um, what would be a good word to describe you guys, Kristen and Whitney? I think villain is, is a I, great thing. I'll go with it. My dog's name is villain. Like, okay. I, there's nothing wrong with being a villain. Oh, no. I find absolutely nothing wrong with it. My dad passed away when I was 12. Aww. So, But I'm really close to my mom now. I'm sorry to hear that. My mom just passed away last week. I couldn't imagine going through that at 12. That would suck. Really yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. No, Especially, I mean, like nowadays, society and like boys, they don't know how to treat women. It's hard growing up without a dad to show you how you should be treated. I feel for you guys having to date in this era it's because horrible. I thought boys, men, whatever you want to call them, were fuck boys when I was growing up. You guys are like in the microwave era where everything's replaceable. Everybody wants everything it's right social now. Media. Social Hot, media. Everybody of, looks up to this it, like huge, I mean, someone could be prettier, nicer, funnier, have more money, have more followers. There's always more options. They'll, they'll, know, they'll never know what they have. They just constantly want to look for more. I mean, like, I mean, girls do it too. It's harder for us. Do you have people who try to date you guys for your social media presence? Yeah, but we can well, tell who. 
you can tell how do you tell what are the signs they're saying that we had people signing ndas to hang out with us i have bitches sign ndas to hook up with my husband and i so there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> oh well they think they're all that they think they're famous we don't think we're famous but we definitely know you we have a name do... they have a page of twenty three thousand people that completely shit on me i know i'm known <laughs> how does that make you guys feel to know that these people are literally tearing you apart and just saying the meanest things lying outright because i they've done it to me too you guys are babies you know like you're tw when i was 21 i was like fucking lindsey lohan i was snorting fucking eight balls of cocaine off strippers asses i was fucking <laughs> robbing motherfuckers for their money like yeah. i was doing crazy shit you guys are fucking kids like yeah. all these people that are fucking talking shit about you guys what were they doing at 21 sad i would wish no one else to go through it i'm glad me and winnie are the ones that get it because we really can laugh it off anyone believes it or not but i've been in the position where i have tried to take my own life because i was bullied really bad in high school but nothing will compare to how i'm being bullied now that website is a reflection of how those people feel yes. inside a baby girl is in the house jade amber what the fuck is up baby hi sorry mom's sitting right here and i'm just <laughs> cussing left and right <laughs> she does too it's okay <laughs> so i was in charlotte and i was working at hooters but then i got fired one day oh no Why? because <laughs> how do you get fired from hooters i know it sucks because like hooters was following me on tiktok and everything like we were having conversations like dang what happened hooters of america had called Hooters and I was the one that answered the phone. I'm like, hello, this is Hooters of uh, Charlotte. They're like, can I speak to the manager on duty? So I give them the phone. I'm like bartending and then I'm just starting to think like, what, am I in trouble? There was this video that I had posted about this customer. He was just being very snarky, very like rude. Not the snarky. Oh, I hate that word. But it was something about the tipping and he was just being an asshole basically. Right. So I made a video about it. The reason why I got fired is because I was in my Hooters uniform and I was talking about a situation which was fine until I called him a dick and that's what got me fired. They were just looking for Which is so crazy to me because I've been a Hooters advocate since day one. I made videos about how to get hired at Hooters. Like I was a Hooters girl like advocate, seriously. I'm so excited to have Prince. And a lot of people ask me like, where did you get Prince's name from? It's like when you're picking out baby names, you hear something that was like somebody you knew. You're like, no. You're like, I hate mm. when people name babies like grown ass men name like Walt. <laughs> this is my son, Walt. You had nine months, you know, and that's what you fucking came up with and you're stuck with that for the rest no offense to people named walt okay <laughs> i know no offense to people named walt but come on you don't want to see a little nine month old named walt you know this is fucking weird that's what i'm saying so or harold you know like like be so real that's weird we were at walmart and there was this girl like, oh like i know her from church or whatever i was like oh well, why don't you go say hi because like i didn't care like if you know her from church like that's a friend like go say hey like don't be weird he was like no i think it'll be weird if i say something whatever he started acting really weird which is what he always did when he was like talking to other women online and one time he was in the shower <laughs> and i did what like would like to say a lot of girls do but some probably don't i went on his phone every bitch in america has gone through their man's phone and if they said they don't they're a fucking liar i can't with the girls who are like i don't do that Fucker, I, I go through my man's phone still and we're yeah. married seven years and i love that motherfucker and i know he's yeah. never gonna fucking hurt me again like he did right. so it's like fucking i still will go through his phone anytime right. i'll fucking peek over while he's <laughs> in bed you know yeah. like i don't care there's no shame in that like right. we're, we're females we're curious it's just what right. we do he was talking to the girl on snapchat and i like clicked on Ugh, it i hate snapchat and she had like messaged him and she was like we have tiktok's favorite coffee house couple in the house i'm so excited erica and shane how are you guys doing baby doing good. good how you doing i'm good you guys finally made it here how deep did your addiction get it it went pretty bad um my it turned out my drug of choice was math 
Um, I that used was to smoke it. Mm-hmm. See, I used to snort it. The burn, I was all about oh. it. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. I wanted to fucking fly like yeah. a kite. <laughs> no, no, it was twist it and was turn. Bad. Um, I knew it was bad. I'll never forget it. I just told uh, Terry. Uh, she works with us at our cafe. I just told her the story the other day. I'll never forget it. Towards the end of my reign, right before I made the call that I was done and I wanted I wanted some help. I didn't know what that looked like, but I, I knew I, I needed help. Needed help yeah. I'll never forget sitting there in this motherfucking bathroom at this hotel with a line of dope in front of me. And every, oh, it gets me so emotional every time mm. I talk about it because every ounce of me didn't want to, but mm. I did. And that was when I realized like, I don't, this isn't a choice for me. This isn't like, I know this is wrong and I'm not gonna do it. It had gotten to the point where I didn't have a choice. I didn't want to do it, but at the same time, you're doing it, right? You know, and the willpower just isn't there. And I'll never forget that same night I called my dad from the hotel room. I didn't have, I didn't have a pot to piss in. I didn't have no license. I didn't have no car, no money, no phone, nothing. I lost absolutely fucking everything. I called him and he was like, "Well, you know, your mom said that." We can put you in a hotel room tonight and then you can go to rehab tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll put you in a hotel room tonight and then we just, like, we got part ways. We're sorry, but, like, we can't do this anymore. Right. I had broken into their house. Mm. I had stole from them. Um, I had stole from my siblings. Just strung out. Just doing, I mean, you're not you. Oh, no, especially meth. Meth is mm. like. It changes your whole devil. brain. Meth devil. and Xanax are two drugs. That and are I like, used to love mixing them. It's yeah. really unsafe. Let's not do that. <laughs> I used to do eight balls of uh, cocaine and come down with fucking bars of Xanax, dude. Yeah. yeah. People no, are like, you can't overdose on Xanax. I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, I've you can. <laughs> and your heart can stop if you mix uppers with downers. Oh, and yeah. they also don't really tell you about that these days either. Ever. And I don't know why. Today, we're doing something a little different. I have one of my dear sweet friends, Dempsey, in the house. What's up? baby what's up bitches <laughs> so aggressive <laughs> it was kind of hot i need <laughs> i don't ever get to see that side of dim i need to get some frustration out <laughs> Wait, what are we allowed to tell people about cat daddy right now because everybody's in for all, everybody who wants to know todd is cat daddy that's what i call him you know what i'll give him full disclosure that man is such an easy go and believe it or not i've known cat and people are gonna be surprised by this I've known that man since fucking shrimp BJ. It was since my whole internet fiasco <laughs> breakup where I was like, oh First of all, God. why is his name shrimp BJ? That because doesn't sound enticing. he's just a fucking shrimp bottom of the sea cockroach. <laughs> uh, was his wiener small? Shrimp? <laughs> no. I've had Porquito. Porquito pipi. Porquito. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just, I don't know what it is. Everybody's obsessed with, uh, I don't want to say obsessed, but my love life dating. I look at it like sex in the city. I mean, it's fun. I'm young. Yeah. I'm a single mom. Like, I'm just dating, you know, Bro. like having fun. But live it up. This one takes the motherfucking cake. Oh, <laughs> call me. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I told uh, Demps last night when we were texting, I was like, every time I see you with Cat Daddy, it reminds me of like pixie dust that's getting sprinkled around everywhere because like, you can just see the energy between he you guys. He just lets me do my thing. Like, we went to Applebee's. I was like, hold on, <laughs> let me put on my mullet. 
<laughs> and he loved it so much. And he so still wants much. to fuck you, even in that fucking <laughs> yeah. damn bag. I asked him, I was like, would you bend me over backwards with that mullet on? He was like, you have no idea. Okay, so <laughs> when you guys are ready to make the OF, OF content, Mimi and I will set it up and we'll fucking give you guys plots for each Can one you of your imagine? videos. Today, I have one of the more controversial TikTok stars sitting on my couch and I am so excited to go down the rabbit hole with her. Hawk is in the house, baby. What's up? Hey. How are you doing? <laughs> Thriving. How are you? Baby, I am living. Blessed and living. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. Well, how old were you when you left him? I left him um, the September after she was born. She was born in February. So mm -hmm. um, the reason that I had left him was I got this... Um, I had gotten this message from some random follower and um, it was like in detail what they were going to do to me and like they involved my daughter wow. and like they talked about like raping me and like just like the ways that they would murder me while my daughter would like cry out my name like it was the sickest thing I've ever received. So I quit. Yeah. I called my mom. I said, mom, I am going to die. I am going to die. Like if you don't pick me up. And um, she did. Who was it? You never found out who it was? It was never just, was it somebody out. he was affiliated with or just like a crazy fan? I think it was a crazy fan. Wow. So, um, and I, I like, I didn't want to go to the cops because I'm like, I make, you know, yeah. I make explicit content. They're just going to tell me it's my fucking serious. fault. Yeah. I knew better. But I was scared for my fucking life. So I left. And he and I have a great relationship now. Yeah. We're both clean and sober. It's growth. Yeah. And he takes her, you know, almost every weekend now. And he's a great fucking dad. Aww, he really I is. I love to hear that. We just weren't good together. Yeah. And that's okay. It was it, probably very passionate. Most passionate relationships are extremely toxic. Yeah. I feel like you can't have health and growth in a relationship. Yeah. And passion. Mm -hmm. Like, it's you have to pick. It's like one or the other, you know? Like, it's yeah. either get your back banged out and fucking argue all the time or fucking be straight and narrow. And, you know, like, I just... Yeah. 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 <laughs> when we first met, it was like a fucking fairy tale. Like no. everything seemed too good to be true. And like, that's because you it guys was. trauma bonded and yeah. love bombed each other. I'm sure I'm like so excited to dive into your story because I get to see you online and like, you're just like so positive, always making me laugh, always coming up with these like quotes and shit that you have. And I just love it. So I'm really excited to just dive deep into your story. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me here. Are you good though? Because you had, <laughs> let's just, you know. Let's no, she was my mom's sister. She was your mom's sister. She okay. was, they were blood sisters. Uh, she had a, several siblings, but she, she talked my mom into going to this, um, this church meeting thing. She said, this man's got healing hands. He's known to heal people. You got to come. Is this after she was sick? This is while she was while sick. While she was sick. Okay. And I mean, she even told my aunt Karen, she's like, Karen, I can barely walk. Karen was like, I don't care. We'll carry you in the church. Mm. Made a real big deal out of it. I'll never forget it. It was the most powerful moment in my entire life because mm. I thought I was losing my mom. It was mm. all starting to come together for me. It's got to be traumatic. At too. five or six years old, that's yeah. she was everything. Mm. Um, I didn't have a dad, so I didn't have yeah. nothing else. That's your mama. <laughs> Man, we went to this church situation. His name was Jesse Duplantis. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Mm -hmm. He's a very famous in the whole Christian thing. Mm. Um, 
he called her out. He walked down the aisle. He said, Lord's going to heal you tonight. Oh, and he, I got chills. He got her up. He said, in the name of Jesus, you stand up right now. And she stood up. That was one of the first times I ever saw my mom stand up all by herself. Oh, my god! Calls her out in the middle of the aisle. I swear to you, Bunny, this is 100% true. I love that. Puts his hands on her, starts praying and ashalalala, right? Yeah, speaking in tongues. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, she falls out. I'm like, he killed her. That's it. Oh, no. <laughs> so well, that's roller it's coaster over. Of emotions. And, uh, you know, a couple minutes later, she got up and started running up and down the, the aisles of the church. Holy shit. Yeah. It was, that's like shit you only fucking hear about, like, you I know, with, happen. like the Benny Hens and all yeah. that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up with all that stuff around me, too, when my dad decided to stop being a rock star and wanted to go fucking full-fledged Bible thumper. So that's like stuff that you just like see on TV, but you actually got to see that with your own I, eyes. It was crazy shit I ever seen in my life. Does that make you a believer now? It did for a long time, and I was really cemented in my belief because I'm like, God showed me a miracle. It would be like the worst form of blasphemy to just ignore him after this. Like Absolutely, he literally yeah. showed me a miracle. But um, I gotta. It's hard for me. That's a the Christianity thing is a real hard subject for me because it was forced upon me. Same. You know, so much throughout my life, and I'm gay. Obviously, I don't know if you guys knew that. I didn't. But know. I had no idea. <laughs> I know. I know. It's weird. Don't tell we'll nobody. get into that. Did you always know that you were gay? Or I did. Okay, so you were just born and just I didn't know women. what it meant. I just knew that I was not interested in the boys at all. Yeah. And I just I felt really uncomfortable, but excited when I looked at girls. Right. <laughs> Christy Howard in the house. What's up, baby? How are you? Hi. <laughs> I love that. I had to get that it out of the way. so iconic. I love that because I do that too. We were doing that last year with the Why Is It Spicy? Like we were so fucking, that was like our jam. Yeah. Uh, so when I heard, when I stumbled upon one of your TikToks and I heard you do it, I was like, this is my fucking people right here. Mm-hmm. And my, right when I finished my dad, that's when my dad called me and mm-hmm. gave me the phone call that she passed away. And it was literally so five days. I hadn't even been there a full week. The first day of my job in this place. And my dad's like, you need to get on a plane and come home. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get there by myself? I, how do I, what, what do I pack? What do I do? Yeah. I like, I just, it was traumatizing. And I sat (laughs) for like 12 hours straight in my room in Nashville. And finally, you froze. Yeah. And I had no one come, you know, I didn't want them to come to me, but it's like, if she were alive, she'd be the one that'd come to me and help Mm -hmm. me get my stuff together to go. So it was just so weird. And what did she pass away from? Was it an overdose? She overdosed. I'm um, fentanyl. Ugh. But like that bitch was strong. Like she literally like could take a lot. And I just, you know, she did heroin. Mm. So when someone does heroin, you know, and they're active, you know, there's a chance. Yeah. And all the time. But in my head, my sister Kat Howard was never gonna die yeah. like I knew I wasn't stupid I knew that that's what happened but you just really don't actually think it's gonna happen to like you and your yeah. family so I was just convinced like dude stop because she'd be like I'm so and so days clean and you just believe that and then it's just never it really never ends but did then she pass away in the rehab facility or would the day already release oh her? it was a whole thing she was in a detox center wow and i had girls reach out to me and tell me the full story after right. she passed because we only knew really nothing nobody was helping us at all and my mom was like batshit crazy like getting a detective like we need to get to the bottom of this why did the deaths in south florida they just kind of walk over them like they're nothing right especially like having to do with drugs i hate that yeah. because i feel like people who are addicts don't deserve justice we're like well 
what where was she what was the yeah. did anybody do save her what nobody was telling us anything it was so weird and so what happens was the detox center kicked her out but didn't like tell my parents which i guess when she's 24 they don't or yeah 24 i guess you don't have to notify the parents but my parents were the ones like paying for her to be there so it's like wow you know whatever so they apparently this this place she got caught using um i think she like went out and like to buy halloween decorations and got some stuff and she got caught and um one of the girls in there who called me after she died and explained i'd never met this girl before she told me like christy i knew something wasn't right like her lips were purple and they sent her out of there they bought her a lift and they sent her to from a rehab to a detox center and they bought it for her and put her in that car with her lips blue and everything mm. she died in the car on the way to a new place i think you guys are just so fucking adorable i love what you guys represent and i love what you do ria and amber demiri did Thanks i say it right having us yes, yes. yes. Perfect. Yay. You said it perfect. <laughs> yay for me yay for me what's up guys <laughs> what are you guys doing out here they had a man picked out for you already it was arranged my cousins knew somebody and they just told my mom about it oh he's a good guy great family yada yada and they showed me a picture and my, I told my mom, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, hell no. You know, I'm like, that's absolutely not even just mm -hmm. the guy. He was I definitely mean, not my type either. Yeah. It's like you, obviously you're like still in high school. Yeah. You're not yeah, even I'm processing like, hey, I'm no. going to go be a wife no. and fucking have kids. And like, you're supposed to be wanting to go off to college. And yeah, I didn't get to, thing. I didn't even get to process that. First of all, know. being gay and then being shown this guy, you're like, yeah. And I was like, hell no. Did you have girlfriends through high school secretly? I did. Yeah. Okay. So people in high school had ideas that I had, I was interested, but. I didn't really get, my parents weren't involved in my school stuff. You know how parents do yeah. get involved with, and no parents of like, yeah. my parents never got involved with anything. They were always working. So right. I never, they so never have kind of like a different life at school. Yeah. yeah and but her sister knew about it. My sister did. She was always supportive. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, so where was where so was then it? you met him at mcdonald's <laughs> yeah no i did not meet what him the at no, no, you went at, where was it applebee's no let me before <laughs> but before that my i said no and my father came downstairs and i remember he said you're gonna go and he threatened me he pretty much was like i'm gonna beat your ass you're going you have no choice until this day he'll tell you he had no involvement in that but he absolutely had involvement mm -hmm. in it don't you love how our parents gaslight us? No, they, they always gaslight like a us. motherfucker. Always. Dude. And we're into foster care at 12, I believe. Um, and I started just rebelling horribly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, with drugs, reason. sex, like, all of it. At 12? At 12. Wow. Yeah. I And, I mean, all my friends were doing it. So, right. like, I wanted somewhere to fit in. Yeah. And that's how I fit in with them. The and outcasts always yes. accept. Yes. And yeah. I was just numbing, you know, it gave me, I was drunk off of, we used to drink like moonshine, like mm. rubbing alcohol Yeah, at 12 oh. years old, <laughs> like sick. falling downstairs, like, but even younger, my, the first time I got drunk was eight years old with my sister because she was, she'd have to bring me to every party she'd eight go to. Eight years old. Eight years old. You're drinking at wasted. eight years old. That is insane. She had no guidance, clearly. Golly. I was raising myself. When I say that, I truly did it. The internet spoke and I listened. Miss Gabby Egan is in the motherfucking house, baby. What's up? I'm here. I was late. I was 30 ah. minutes late. Um, and I'm glad that I'm here, though. Thank <laughs> you for having me on. I've been on a path of, like, I feel like unstable relationships mm. since then. And, like, literally, like, I don't know what my problem is. But, yeah. Well, maybe childhood trauma, you know, that you got to work through. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, what's crazy is, like, whenever I say, like, oh, I have childhood trauma, my parents are like, <gasps> Like, there's no you can't have trauma. you can have the most perfect life and you're still gonna have some sort of trauma everybody has it if fucking you know we're not minimizing maximizing anybody's trauma it doesn't matter where you came from 
shit's fucked up. The world's fucked up. Yeah. You know, shit happens. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's no. just shit you got to work through. It's just like stuff that happened. And it, yeah, yeah, it's that's why like, you know, when I talk about my issues and stuff, it, like with my parents, I feel like when I'm talking about things or like feelings that I'm having, they always think that I'm trying to like blame them for mm. something. And it's like, no, I'm not trying to blame you. I'm just like reflecting on this because like for some reason it's a thought that keeps coming up, you know, yeah. like. And for me, like, I like to talk about, like, if something's in my head, like, I got to get it out or else I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I do think that, like, if you're not in therapy, everybody should go to therapy. Like, yeah, you know, totally. Everyone should go. Even if you don't have issues. Absolutely. I agree. We got a little trouble in the studio. Listen, man, <laughs> I'm just a party planner. Who the fuck <laughs> is just in time? How are you doing? What are you doing? doing, baby? Did you ever go through a phase where you had fucking corn rolls? No. Okay. No, I did. I bust I, I my did husband's not, I, I ass. I see struggles. Struggle got the cornrows. I, I know he looks So back. did daddy. So yeah. did my husband. Yeah, I, I know they look back like, oh, man. It was no, so you know what? It's, Jay embraces it. What did you think? What was your initial reaction to the cornrows? I would have never dated him. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, bro, no. Like, never do that again, buddy. Uh, so I, I love, we stand a king who BYOBs. What is this right here? What are you drinking? Oh, the, uh, Michael Jordan's tequila. Michael, like the like fucking the Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's got a, his own uh, tequila, and it's just it's so far. That is Would awesome. You like to try a cup? No, I'm sober. Would you like one? No, nope, no one's drinking. <laughs> no, right. go ahead. No, I love it. You feel like it. an alcoholic even more, No, man. I love Are you kidding me? Do you know who I'm married to? Like, like please. He, he drinks on a, any day that ends in Y. Does it ever bother <laughs> you being referred to as Matt Hardy's wife? From crash diets to fad diets, injections and pills, the weight loss industry is a cash machine, but it is all temporary because once you stop, most people gain the weight back plus a little extra. Imagine all that time and money and you're still left hiding your body under baggy clothes or turning the lights off when you're with your significant other because you're shy or embarrassed about your body. Well, Sonobello can help you change the way you look at yourself. In one visit, you will see the difference in your tummy, side, thighs, arms, or wherever you have stubborn fat. You guys know me. I let you guys know when I get stuff done. I absolutely do not see anything wrong with getting a little bit of laser lipo done. I had it done right before the Grammys and it smoothed my hips for my dress. And let me tell you, I will do it again and again and again. Schedule your free consultation and learn all about micro laser fat removal. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Sonobello is running a great special right now. Visit Sonobello dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that's sonobello s-o-n-o-b-e-l-l-o dot com slash bunny Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Since I switched over to Shopify, my business has grown expeditiously and upped my merch game. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind 
Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash bunny. It's like, I get it to an extent. Like he's the more famous one, but it really does like discredit literally everything I've ever done in my life. Like all the cool shit that I've ever done. It was before I met him really. Mm-hmm. And there's a hundred different lives, uh, lifetimes that I feel like I've lived before I met him. And all that is just like null and void. Like no one cares. Once you're with him, you're just like, Matt Hardy's wife, that's it. That's your whole personality. There's nothing else special about you. So. Yeah. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, just fuck me, I guess. <laughs> like, well, what am I? Chop liver over here. Yeah, no. Let's rewind it back real quick before we start talking about your wrestling, and let's talk about this child bride thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, We cannot just skip over that. I always do, though. Yeah. I drop it every that's now and then, trauma. and then I keep moving. Yeah, that's trauma. You're it's like, a long just story, drop- bro. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're ready. So everybody get your coffee, get your fucking crumpets and tea. We are sitting down right now. It's tea time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Child ride. So how old were you? Um, I was 16, technically. Okay. The whole thing started when I was 15. But I was, you know, I... I want to say like problem child, but when I look back at it, like, was I really like, I was sort of in the foster care system for a minute. I was in the troubled teen industry, which like, you know, I don't know if you guys seen like that Paris Hilton interview that she did speaking out. It was literally that it was one of those places. Did you just start getting into trouble? What was the, it wasn't even trouble. I wasn't like, I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't like, you know, out here robbing people. I was rebellious. I feel like I was just a regular ass teenager the way you would expect teenagers to be. Right. my mom was really crazy. <laughs> so she was just, I don't know. She had me really, I don't want to say really old, but she had me at like 41, which mm-hmm. in the 80s is like miracle baby. You know, right. nowadays it ain't nothing. But back then right. it was a big deal. I've got Priscilla Block in the house, baby. Finally. <laughs> I know. Finally. We've been like trying to make this happen. And, you know, Dude, life's, life's busy. No, bitch, you are busy. Okay. Like, I thought my husband was busy. You're always busy. Like, are you touring right now? Like, what is. I'm kind of doing it all. Yeah. Um, today is like my off day. And I've written today. I'm doing this podcast doing with two you. Podcasts like, doing today. two podcasts today. It's weird. Like, my off days are just trying to stay in the Nashville thing. You know, it's it's been wild it was just embedded in you yeah from the start yeah so let's talk about it so you your parents were going through a divorce you're going through your first heartbreak with that whole situation you come to Nashville the Taylor Swift way yes what is how old were you I was 18 so I had my 18th birthday in Nashville wow so you were like fuck this I'm leaving fresh out of high school wow like packed everything and moved take me on that journey yeah so I moved out here um I had like a little Chevy Malibu that was like I literally had like duct (laughs) tape around my car dude they last (laughs) forever (laughs) you know that that thing lasted me for a good while and so I moved out to Nashville and I found some Craigslist roommates Mm mm-hmm and I moved. Oh, brave. Yeah. Very brave. I, j- I mean, hey, I was I'm just doing you're it. still alive. I am. This was a different time, though, yeah. right? Like, how long ago was this? How old are you? 
I am 27. Okay, yeah. So, so it was like before the world, world got real weird. Yeah. Like the world was already getting weird, but it was yeah. before like it was cut your skin <laughs> off and wear it kind of weird. It was <laughs> definitely still weird. Yeah. But, um, so anyways, I, I went on Craigslist. I found some roommates and um, ended up moving to, I was living like near Sylvan Park. Mm-hmm. So very nice area in Nashville now. Yeah. No, I, I know. But it wasn't that yeah. when I moved there. Jay and I used to live in West 46. That was yeah. our first apartment. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I just moved wherever I could afford. I think I was paying $500 a month um, for my one bedroom. And that's great. And Nashville now, I don't think you could even find anything like that. No, no. Um, So moved here and I, you know, like when I moved to Nashville, I didn't know anyone. Mm. I just took a leap of faith and I was like I I believe in myself and I believe that I can do this as a career yeah so I came out here and just started working like every odd end job um I was nannying I was like the dog walker in the neighborhood <laughs> you know like all the things I love that you had work ethic instilled in you though yeah you well know? I had to yeah you know I didn't um I didn't have financial support from anybody right. so it was like all right get to going and I do think like I learned that from my parents and they're like, you know what, whatever you want, go get it. Um, so I just, I started doing it all. And, um, I just kind of found myself like just lost Mm. in it all. Like Mm. I'm this young 18 year old girl. I couldn't get into the bar. Like, where do you start? Right. Like go to coffee shops, go to church. I'm like, I'm doing all the things. (laughs) Like where can I meet people? Um, yeah, like I remember I had called my parents. I was like, I'm going to church today. And they're like, oh, amazing. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go try to meet some people. Um, but anyway, I, I started just working and I was also going to community college at Nashville State. I love it. I love the drive. Yeah. And I think that like, for whatever reason, like at that point, I didn't fully believe in myself. Mm. Like I was like halfway in. Right. right. So I was like, you know, and a lot of people kind of was like, hey, make sure like you have a backup plan, you know? And so I hate people like that. Yeah. Like, just go for the gusto, kid. That's what I tell. That's what we tell our kid. Yeah. Like, like go like, for whatever what you, you want to do. do, what you do go be, go be the best at it. Yeah. Like, if you want to be a mailman, be the best damn mailman out do there. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So I, um, I just, I started, so I'd work. I worked at this yogurt shop in Hillsborough Village, mm-hmm. Sweet CC's. Mm-hmm. And so I'd work there from nine to five. And then I would go to class from six to nine. And um, I'm about a year into Nashville. It is just like not what I thought it was going to be. And so I called my sister that day and I was just crying. And um, I was like, dude, what am I doing out here? Like, this is hell. Like, I came out here to write songs and be a musician. I don't even know how to start. I'm drowning in work and school and... She was like, Priscilla, you know, if you come home, like you didn't, you didn't fail, like come back. And I kid you not, I cannot make up a story. I was leaving the yogurt shop and I happened to be wearing a Taylor Swift (laughs) t-shirt. Swear to God. T-Swift is very inspirational in your journey. Insane. Yeah. I was leaving work that day that I talked to my sister and she was driving by and saw me. And I'm standing on the street corner. Taylor Swift was driving? Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So like my meltdown day, I'm leaving Nashville. <laughs> what is this life? Um, I'm walking out of work that day and happened to be wearing just one of her tour shirts. Mm-hmm. And she was driving by and saw me and pulled her car over. The Brittany Jade <laughs> in the house, baby. What's up? How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. That's part ever. of your story. You yeah. Know? People are going to do what they, they're going to do, you know, but yes. we can throw that disclaimer out there. Smooth in the trap house. Um, and things just like really escalated I remember my parents like when I was in the hospital after that suicide attempt it was I'm surprised they didn't because that was the the, I mean I had taken pills and a couple other times but that one was like really bad like I should have died what can we can we talk about yeah I didn't know that was okay so I've actually never I've never told this like to My husband knows. I've told it to maybe a couple friends, but I just don't talk about it because it's really fucking scary. And people will be like, oh, my God, Brittany, you're batshit crazy. But that's all right. We're all um, fucking crazy, baby. So I actually um, it was like downtown. I was in the city and it was more of like I was wanting attention from my boyfriend because I had went to go see him that night. But I I had wrote a whole letter and it's weird because I don't remember writing the letter. I don't remember. No, no, as, okay. no, I wasn't. I had drank in a little bit of NyQuil, but like not even a full bottle. Like my blood alcohol, I think was like 0.03 when we, wow. when they brought me. But, um, so I had walked three miles that night with a knife in my pocket. And the craziest part about this is I don't even remember, like, I don't remember grabbing the knife and carrying it with me the whole time. Was it a form of psychosis? <sighs> It was never talked about like that. Yeah, um, it sounds like you might have. I know. been in some sort of like. Yeah, and I think state. almost immediately after it happened, though, my brain like was like, "No, we're not remembering this," and that's mm-hmm. why I don't remember it so mm-hmm. well. But have you ever done DMT? No, I'm. That it scares me because I just I don't know why. But it's so quick. I think you know. Tell me your experience. I need. I've to only hear. done it once, uh-huh. and it was with Todd Snyder, who is a singer songwriter. He did Beer Run. I don't know if you. Mm-mm. That's his biggest hit. But, uh, <laughs> you know do you know todd snyder he's a real funny guy but uh he had it was a pen so it was a vape <clears throat> of dmt mm-hmm. and it only lasts eight to 15 minutes one hit of it wow so my experience we're sitting on his back porch and he is on the lake out in hendersonville on that back porch with the lake out there and there was a tree that would all of a sudden just start dancing for me. Oh my God. And uh, so that was the coolest thing. And then I looked over to my right and God or whoever, great spirit, picks up the land and sets it down. And he said to me, see, it's like chess. And wow. I don't know. What I just got goosebumps. I tell everybody that. I'm like, I married a fucking rapper and he pulled the biggest okie doke ever on me. A little bait and switch. But you knew I was country. Yeah, at least At least that was at least there. And But that's another thing that, another point that I'd like to bring up too is like, okay, yeah, first I married a rapper, but you are country as fuck. Like even in your raps, like your raps have hints of country music in them. When people sit there and say that, oh, he's not country in us, like how does that make you feel? Well, fuck him. <laughs> I swear this is not him putting on a front whenever I come to him and I'm like I'm getting attacked online he's like baby fuck him how how do you fuck him like that do you feel like you have something to prove to myself right you know to my, I had a, co- a lady left a comment the other day that meant so much to me mama she said 
I've been with you from the beginning. Mm -hmm. She said, and I remember initially telling people who you were and them thinking the sky was, that I was insane. And I said, well, I'd like to think that we proved them wrong, but it don't really fucking matter. More right. importantly, we proved us right. Right. Like what really matters here, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know how the internet can, that's why I try to do this with you all the time. It's like, I know how toxic the internet can get at times. Mm -hmm. But man, I know what happens when I walk through the airport. All I hear is, where's your wife? How's your wife? Tell your wife we're listening to the podcast. Every girl, listen, it's a trick now. These bitches <laughs> trick me. I'll have a line of girls walk up to me and they're smiling and I'm like, well, all right, <laughs> let's go. I got female fans, you know, and I'm all excited. Then they walk right up smiling and staring through my soul and then go, is your wife with you? They'll say hi and they'll go, oh, we like your music too. The, 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 your fan base is so rabid. Yeah. That they refer to my music as a two. They're like, think of that, like, and your music's cool too. My really turned a hoe into a housewife. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like, you are so not housewifeish, <laughs> just for the record. I am pretty fucking housewifeish. You are housewife-ish. <laughs> I like that you said ish. That was honest. <laughs> I mean, I make a home. Yes. I make sure it runs very smoothly. You're a homemaker. I'll give you that. Yeah. You're I a make sure it runs very you make, smoothly. You, but you make hotels feel homely. You make tour buses feel homely. It's your spirit. It's to like your spirit. You got a servant spirit. Right. But you are far from a housewife. You know what I'm saying? You act like you. I don't want your listeners to think this bitch is out playing tennis. And fucking I tried. <laughs> I tried. And they would never tell me when the lessons were at the fucking clubhouse. Remember? You kept just showing up with a skirt and shooting TikToks. Listen, <laughs> all fucking content, baby. All content. <laughs> I love you. I love you, baby. Kale Lowry, how yes. you doing, baby? I'm good. How are you? Dude, I'm good. Yeah. So she walked in. She's wearing a Metallica shirt. And for those of you who can't see, I'm wearing a Metallica shirt myself also. <laughs> so out. I was like, as soon as she walked in, I was like, fucking soul, soul sister. Sisters. Yes. I was like, yeah. I love that you have been so open with your mental mental illness battle because yeah. I'm very open about it too. Like it's I, so hard. Talk to me about it. So last year, I would say around this time, maybe March, I just broke down. I was super suicidal in between mm. Kristen and one of my other girlfriends, they were like, we have to get you into the doctor. Like this, this can't go any further. We made an appointment. They put me on antidepressants and they were like, you got to try this. When the first one didn't work, I had to be open for the next one. It's been really hard because I never thought that it would get to a point where it would be unmanageable. So I was kind of just handling it myself and like going through the ebbs and flows with it. I'm on Lexapro now and it started working. I just felt like myself again. And it was yeah. so crazy because I never thought that I would feel like myself again. I completely 100% relate to that. I went sober in 2017 off pills sober off alcohol in 2018 had my first bout of suicidal depression in 2020 when you i say that you feel like your soul is tired yeah like you don't want to be here anymore it's a tired that sleep can't fix right? at all it's a scary tired today i have one of my favorite guests back on the podcast and i'm so happy that he has blessed us with his presence again mr josh wolf is in the house what's up what's up baby can i say a hundred percent I love that. Yeah, hundred percent. I, 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 I'm, I'm having more fun, and you know what? Like, I, I thought I'd be done by now. No, you got a lot of life in you, Josh. Uh, for an old dude, you're not old. Listen, your words are spells, 
and you have to stop well, saying I'm, that. I'm crispy and young. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, there's a you. There's a fucking the uh, thing. Spells. They are. They have. There's a thing I have on my phone where I w- I was getting into this rut where I was always saying I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> You're right over there. Yeah, dude, I'm <laughs> starting to think of all the spells I've cast on myself <laughs> in the last two days. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be dude, really. Was my careful. face frozen like that? I'm sorry, I was blown away for a second. Yeah, no, you gotta be really careful with what you say because the the universe picks it up, and you're not old. You're no. fucking literally on fire right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, not old, young and spry. Fucking got a big dick. Not spry. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come He's on, being universe. Very spry yeah, is tent. it too late for the big dick part? <laughs> yeah. Watch that motherfucker that grow. Works. Watch that shit in your tent tonight yeah. and watch it grow, buddy. <laughs> Yo, I know gravity's working on my nuts. It's not working on my dick quite as right. well. Yeah. You were just starting to dabble in shrooms, yes. right? Yeah. So you've evolved from just dabbling to full on having tent sessions Yo, <laughs> under tent your blankets. <laughs> That's under the name of blankets. my next album, the Josh Wolf, the tent <laughs> sessions. Your fucking blankets. <laughs> I. <laughs> I was in Austin, Texas. I got off the plane and I just started to feel angry. Mm. I'm not an angry dude. In my rental car, punching the roof of my car angry. Oh my gosh. I get to the hotel room. No drugs. And I'm in bed and I'm just angry. So I say out loud at one point, hey, because I've heard about this stuff. And you know, I'd had somebody tell me, you meet a lot of people, you probably pick up energies. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that stuff? Oh, absolutely. So I was like, I just said out loud, hey, if there's something in me, on me, please leave. Yeah. And it was almost felt like I felt something, okay, grip onto me. Wow. So then I was like, I said it out loud again, because I'm not this dude. I was right. like, hey, kind of joking. You can leave me now. Right. I ended up, oh, this was the craziest thing. I was pushing down my arm and flicking. I felt like there was something in, like I was Mm. physically wrestling with something that was in me and I was trying to flick it out of my at one point i had ordered pizza before all this stuff happened and i'm, I'm in <laughs> my room pizza order <laughs> i'm screaming get the fuck i'm arguing with this thing we all know there are things in life you have to compromise on like going out instead of staying in or eating fast food instead of cooking at home but when it comes to your health there is no compromise so don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. I know the next time I need a doctor, I'm definitely logging on to ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash bunny, B-U-N-N-I-E, and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash bunny b-u-n-n-i-e zocdoc.com slash bunny if you ask me nothing stinks more than when your husband dutch ovens you with a big ripe juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers except 
maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. And you're not tripping. This not is just tripping. sober, okay. And and, and and like at one point, like I made this noise. I'm not I don't make noises, like a growly deep. And I was like, oh fuck. And I'm screaming. And I hear this pounding. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. And then I just heard pizza and I was like, sorry. <laughs> B- brb yeah. spirit <laughs> i was like leave it by the front door i'm arguing with a demon you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like, but i'm 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 flicking 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 get out flick i'm sweating bunny. oh my goodness and um i just fell back in my bed pool of sweat i felt a little lighter but i but still felt dark in the room and then about 45 minutes, I shot up like it had jumped back into me. This is the two years of just clarity and almost yeah. like cleansing myself. And I was like arguing with this fucking thing again, pushing it out of my body, flicking my fingers, flicking my fingers. And then it felt like somebody turned on the lights in the room and that like it was still. Wow. And I felt peace. MJ Fresh, baby. That's the dollar sign. <laughs> what you doing, baby? I'm so happy you're here. I think you should tell the whole story so that people can hear your side of the story. I was like, I have to get him back. I cheated with this twin guy. So All they put friends. hands on their own mother. Yeah, they put hands on their own mother. They put hands on me multiple times. I was locked in bathrooms. And I actually like toxic. I don't want to talk shit. I know you guys have your issues. Like, please yeah. don't leave me. Like, every girlfriend I ever had, like, he does this. And let's tell it like it is here. I love people that I'm like, I see potential in you. You could be a good person. You really loved that, dude. And remember, I used to say, why? MJ, I, why? I love, I love problems. because You were leaving him because he had hooked up with Selena Powell on a yacht one time. I accidentally his brother. Wait. <laughs> what do you mean? They look identical. It was an accident. MJ, I didn't mean to. what the hell? It sounds really bad, but it was my toxic phase. He did not like you doing Made you quit. Well, there was two of them. Mine and Alex's got eaten by alligator. Oh, God. 
But this boy can go online and literally be little women all day long, fight with them, cuss them out, treat them terrible, gaslight them, and he's got a following. Like, I don't understand that. You were just recently supposed to go on CN Wit's podcast. Happened. Can I Can I talk? Am I allowed to talk like about it? Okay. Yeah. She's always in my lives talking about it. I'm thinking, okay, we're on like a friendly basis. Y'all get turned. Like, y'all are messy. I'm messy. Like, it's cool. <laughs> we're, we're good vibes. A rapport. You felt like you guys had a rapport. It was cool. I can already tell she wants some messy vibes i'm like okay i'll give her mj fresh that's the dollar yeah. sign so we planned it we scheduled it normally when you do a podcast you pay for a flight you pay for a hotel that's normal didn't get caleb a ticket so, but she tells me this last minute i can't like the flight's full they are just now learning how to run a business and they're gonna fucking make mistakes i didn't say nothing about it online i didn't say nothing I, obviously everyone's like well okay so you didn't say anything about it online but i'm getting there i was getting there <laughs> Getting you did this. I told you. I you told me not to. We to established s- I don't listen. Dart a war were my exact words. We didn't want beef with fly. Who said this? What? Well, Kristen told you to talk your shit. And the girl's like, yeah, talk your shit. Like, she never posted that. She just posts me looking like I'm trying to be messy. I'm trying to come on the podcast. I don't invite myself to shit. What is it? What's your tagline? Hey, 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 come listen. On, listen. Listen. Oh, it's no hey. No, no hey. All right, let me redo it again, okay? No, you're good. We can just leave that. Listen. Listen. Justin Nunley is in the house, baby. Middle What's name's it? Danger. Just Tell people where they can find you if they ha- don't know who you are already. What What's your, your social media is and plug Xvideos.com. <laughs> yeah. No, um, is that even still a thing? I used to upload my podcast. Oh, it's still there. there. It's yeah. still there. I just used it the other day. Um, While you were driving. Yeah, those little boxes that you can plug into your car. They be advertisement that you can watch Netflix on your green on your TV. People ain't watching Netflix on these screens. No. They're watching buttholes. I yeah. love a good model. Do you know everybody has their own unique butthole print? Yeah, it's like a fingerprint. Yeah, it's weird, mm-hmm. ain't it? Do you know that you can have chocolates made into your like butthole print? Yes, everybody sends me that fucking ad because they want me to do it. Should We should do it. That should be an episode of me making chocolate buttholes. Who's going to make the mold? You. On my butthole. You waxed my <laughs> vagina before. She's waxed my fucking one pussy lip. She got one pussy lip. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I was like, I'm not coming home. His manager's like, okay, in Who this. I think I worked 21 jobs, fired from some of them, quit some of them, cut a guy's finger off at one of them. Wow. Yeah. We got to hear this story. I was working at the Burger King, you know, the BK Lounge, as Dane Cook calls it. And <laughs> I was working the specialty uh, sandwich thing with the, with the chicken sandwiches and stuff, you know, just mm, doing my thing. Gourmet. Sling, slinging that chicken. Love it. Right? And he was working the front. They never put me on front, I guess, because they didn't think I was responsible. He came walking through the kitchen area to go on his break, and he wound up, he shot me a bird. I'm going to retaliate. Now, we're friends, right? So I grab a knife, maybe, you know, 17 at the time. So the frontal lobe has not developed here, <laughs> you know, of what could go wrong with me grabbing a knife, right? I've always been kind of jumpy, like if you jump out and scare me or whatever. I got this knife up like this right here, and I'm walking into the break room, and when I did, he had an empty cup and he acts like he's going to throw it on me and I go oh blood hit the ceiling yeah we have a man on a mission Jason Alexander what's up baby how are you thank you for having me dude Um, thanks for coming I'm like so excited to have you here that's that's kind of what I feel like the the type of people that are still around her now providing her with things and then taking advantage of it when Mm -hmm. she's at a certain state of mind I saw that up close and personal you know I saw a lot more that I won't mention but Hollywood in the industry I've grown up in it is a different beast it is not what people think it is it is literally a puppet show Mm. with people that are being controlled and money and it's really dirty it makes you feel gross like when you really know everything that's going on behind the scenes you know she was just there this past week and for fourth of July when that whole 
TMZ thing came out with the basketball player. You know, she still calls me. Like, the last time I talked to Brittany was, like, two weeks ago. We were listening to a phone. I record all the phone call conversations just because of everything. Do you have one that we can hear a sample of on the podcast? Um, Just so we can hear that it's her voice? You know, when, when it changed, I'll tell you when it changed. When I got her, when I went to the wedding, you know, that's what you do. You crash the wedding. You're getting married to a guy. You know, zone in on this for a second because <laughs> he says it so nonchalantly. He's like, you know, you're, you you crashed the wedding. <laughs> but it's not just anybody's wedding. It's Britney Spears' wedding, you know. So were you guys talking right before Britney's? We were. Because most people think that you're just this ex-boyfriend who came out of nowhere, yeah. who has no communication with her and decided to crash her yeah, wedding. You know, I saw it, you running around the house. And I mean, you ran around the house a oh, good I went while. I went to her room. It was locked. And she, but she was nowhere there. Like, unless she was in the room, the only time that made me think that maybe she was there was when I was actually tackled at the end of it all. I was laying on the ground like they were giving me water because I was exhausted. It was hot that day. And everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I said how nice of them to tackle oh, you no, and give I, you water. I, that's what I thought. I was like the security <laughs> like, that's guard. That's nice. <laughs> I was like, can I get some water? And the security guard went and got it. And I'm like tied up like. And they're like pouring it in my mouth. <laughs> and they all go, and they look at the window. And I'm like, as soon as I turned around, there was no one there. And I was like, was that Brittany? And no one said anything. But, um, I, you know, I think it was. I never saw her. I saw Sam and I saw Kate. What did Sam do when he saw you? Uh, well, I was in the back of the cop car at that time. And the windows were tinted. So I don't even think he knew I was back there. Right. I, I watched him walk around. He's got his body language and just was like, he's a bozo. <laughs> he's a straight bozo. She has a type. Yeah, yeah. TikTok's cosplay queen Heidi. How do I pronounce your last name? Is it Levon or Levon? Is yeah, that Levon? Levon works. Yeah, a lot of some people will be like Levon. Yeah, Levon. I don't want to. Mm, that's fancy. Levon. I don't want to mispronounce it. So is it? It's Heidi Levon. Heidi Levon. Heidi Levon and James Ramsey. Yes, What's up? Doing? I'm so happy to have you guys here. I know it's been so long, man. I feel like uh, I feel like we've been talking forever. You are very vocal about like your drug use and like that. Oh, when did yeah. that start? Uh, a very young age. And like I'm gonna say it right now. I literally, I'm extremely empathetic and feel and relate to people who are addicts. We are still addicts. We yeah, just chose same. something else to replace mm -hmm. it with. You work, choose, like, work yeah. the hustle, bettering your life. I got I got addicted to just a better, healthier lifestyle in general. It yes. feels amazing. Mm -hmm. You never really think that you can get past that when you're so deep in your addiction and using your just you just feel like you're drowning I, i've tried everything i've done everything did, when did you start how old were you i was 12. wow so yeah in fairbanks alaska it's dark it's desolate you start smoking weed that's just like the gateway thing and you're no just like, most people don't start oh. smoking weed at 12. oh no they oh well <laughs> I guess, she's like you know just the gateway just drug at 12. 12. Oh, yeah. that was normal i felt like every 12 year old was just smoking weed and, and what happens after weed where what do you oh you know to? it was like it was like ecstasy and mushrooms and like all that kind of stuff it's funny though some of those same friends that i like used to get in trouble with i'm still best friends with them till this day same. And, and we all like flip our lives around. Drugs bring people together. They do tear gas thing that the, I, I ask about that all the time. I'm like, so people are just like crying and puking. <laughs> yeah. and, like, that's just what it is. Yeah, it's so, so basic. barbaric. Yeah. Well, you got to go through the it's CS tough. chamber, right? It's tough. And it's just like basically to show you what CS gas feels like and give you confidence in your oh. pro mask. So but you put your pro mask on, pop the CS canister in the building. You're like, oh, this ain't bad. And then you take the mask off and it's like immediate oh. evacuation of everything in your sinuses. <laughs> oh. Your eyes just are watering. You can't see anything. You're like trying to get out. The drill sergeants are just laughing, you know? It's like, the way my anxiety is set up, there's no way. There's no I'd be like, just way. take no. me on a gurney yeah. right now. I'm out. Take me out of Sign here. Out. It would have to be one of my dear sweet friends. I like to consider her like one of my best friends. Viking motherfucking Barbie is in the house, baby. Hello. Hello. No. <laughs> no, I'm really not a talking to a microphone now. Yes. I ran away 
from home, which I think that happened with you too. No, our lives are so <laughs> parallel. It's crazy. And symbiosis in, in like a lot of ways. Even the relationship we have, which is kind of weird to me, the same age difference, the same kid, the same like, the, it's yeah. just like a very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, ran away. I was with some boy, you know, because that's all that I wanted to do was live in a romance novel. Boys um, were always my fucking weakness. I wish I would have banged around a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, I could have banged some beautiful ones. And then I was just like in one for eight years, you uh, know, no offense to him, but you know, he was cute at 18 or 19, but you know, they get old long in the tooth. <laughs> long in the tooth. I hate it. Some of the dudes I look back on, I'm like, how are you so bald now? Like, yeah, it's just so crazy. Like, what happened? Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> he doesn't see this. I feel bad. Just um, so what happened most girls would be jumping try and lock this one down yeah you know, this dude's like he's just getting richer you know yeah I mean? like i can't keep up with him right you know hello before, yeah. yeah i know the feeling <laughs> <It's really annoying. laughs> i used like, to make more money than my husband now yeah. i'm like the peon in the yeah. relationship <laughs> like, here's my dollar. measly million yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know fuck it's all i got honey yeah. <laughs> That's literally, i should probably care about it more is the problem i'm trying to take my focus off money i'm trying to be more in the moment and trying to, you know, cause literally just my sign, how I was born. And I know everybody's like, don't blame it on your sign, but I was just born to work. So it's really hard to fucking break that. I've just been money oriented my entire life. So this past year, I guess I've really tried to like dial back and try to like take time off, let my only fans go. That was fucking hard, dude. As you get older and on this healing journey, shit that mattered to you just doesn't matter anymore. You just want to be a better soul. It doesn't matter about material things. You I can't really take that, that shit with you. I mean, if you don't know who this woman is, you must live under a rock. Mrs. Holly Madison. How are you doing? Ms. Holly Madison. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like You'll I just be surprised. Never... You'll see so many things. You'll see ones where you were a man. You'll see ones where you were a woman. I swear. So when you're getting hypnotized, like, what does it feel like? Like, is it just you meditating pretty much? Is that what it feels like? And just really, really relaxed. Yeah. And it was kind of uncomfortable, too, because I was going back to this one past life regression where I was male and I had this kind of like molestation experience. And she was Mm. like, well, tell me what he did. And I'm like, no, because it (laughs) felt so real. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) So when did you start your spiritual journey? Like, have you always been like that? Or is it just Um, something that kind of grew on you after? I've always been intrigued by like really mysterious things since I was a little kid. But I would say like 2017, I got really deep into it. Is there anything that happened like that kind of sent you on that trajectory? I know I got sober in 2017 and that's what sent me on my spiritual journey. The same year. Yeah. That's so weird. Something happened. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We need to look at the planets in 2017 because it was a crazy year for me. Yeah. I had had my son in 2016 and was dealing with a lot of postpartum depression and stuff. Mm. So I think maybe that was kind of what got me into it was I was like talking to a lot of psychics and looking for answers and researching different things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then I just got really fascinated with it. Yeah. This is my loopiest interview. I've- Today I have an internet sensation. I don't know about that. You don't know. <laughs> I, I think that you are an internet sensation. Thank like, you. Well, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> the reason why I, oh, Taylor Austin died, by the way, guys. <laughs> Do you still battle with social anxiety? Oh, yeah. 
love that you're very open about it because, um, you know, a lot of people hide it and I'm very vocal about, I have severe anxiety. I literally have panic attacks all the time. So to hear that you were suffering from that as a child is huge because there could be people who are dealing with their children going through it. And, you know, for you to talk about it just probably creates like a safe space for everybody. And music was my outlet. I mean, I, I truly struggled hard, you know, for years going to school. And then when I finally found that, I could go and I could have my lesson during the day. It gave me that thing to look forward to. And um, even I, I got put on anxiety medicine in high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been on it ever since, on and off. Um, so it's just something I've always struggled with. But, you know, a lot of people think that because I'm on stage and I see a lot of people and I meet a lot of people that that's not what gives me the anxiety. Right. That's what that's what brings me down from it. Like mm-hmm. that's my happy place and my safe place from it. So Ms. <laughs> Danny Williamson. Oh, thank you. How are you doing, baby? I'm doing great. Feeling good. Doing great. You have an entire supplement store. Ever since I overdosed on vitamins, I refused to take any store-bought supplements. Finally, Danny was like, you need to <laughs> integrate magnesium back into your diet. She was still skeptical, by the way. But I went home and I was just like, you know what? Danny hasn't steered me wrong yet. So I put the tiniest bit in. And when I tell you, my heart palpitations completely stopped that night and stopped for months after. But magnesium itself has over 600 enzymatic pathways in your body. It Your body needs magnesium desperately. We're so deficient in magnesium. We don't have it in the soil anymore, but it will, it will calm your heart down, mm-hmm. your heart palpitations, your high blood pressure, anxiety. Yeah. 80% of depressed patients, the research shows, may have a magnesium deficiency. Yes. Constipation, restless legs. I mean, the list goes on and on and on for the beauty of the power of magnesium. What's, What's up, up, you sexy, sexy motherfuckers? motherfuckers? <laughs> Welcome to another <laughs> podcast. Yes. Today, I have the enigma, the social media enigma. The queen of queens. Hi. Jeffree Star, baby. Thank you for having me. Dude, this has been a long time coming. I feel like you're so misunderstood. I feel like with TikTok, everybody's starting to get to see the real you or the grown you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everybody's loving it and embracing it. Her saying misunderstood was the only time today where I felt like a tinge of wanting to cry. Aww, I love you. Guess what? You want a hug? Let's hug. Later. Okay. <laughs> Listen. But yeah, it's hard when you have success to say you feel any type of way because people equate money to you feeling fine. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't. I never started the brand to make money. Right. It grew insane, and then I. So you started the brand because you came from nothing and you had something to prove. Yes. You didn't want to be a piece part. of shit. That Your part. whole art, you know, whatever a, yes. people, a derogatory name that people were yep. calling you. I totally understand. I've been a hooker Absolutely. my entire life. That's now it. I'm a millionaire because I fucking worked and my ass off. And they can't understand yeah, it. Yeah. Like they can't let go of that past, but they want to, you know, they don't want to acknowledge what I've done with my clothes on, you know? So I totally understand where yes. you're coming from. So you knew just growing up in chaos that it was better to just push it down instead of react. Yes. It had to. Which was horrible for me later when all the like emotions and traumas and demons were coming out. Mm -hmm. And I'm in high school. My whole body's a cutting board. Yeah. I'm like fully and like a, you know, secret one, not like I want attention. Like, you know, it's. I feel like back in the day, mental health was not talked about. No one about, talked about it. Like a, how it is Yeah. Now. And in cookie cutter Orange County, no one was talking about feelings. Right. It's like, get the fuck over it. You know, everyone's, right. all the husbands are cheating on the wives, all the, you know, yes. everyone's getting beat. All these crazy things are happening and it's just swept under the rug. 
And it's like the Real Housewives of Orange County. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, no, it really is. The West Coast is a different beast. People don't understand that unless you've grown up on the West Coast. It's completely different way of thinking and it way is. of living as like, you know, fucking Montana or yes. fucking Wyoming. So I didn't untrain this behavior until probably like six years ago. When you were cutting, was that your way of just kind of like relieving the pain? And did I, your mom like, know? She didn't know for years. Mm -hmm. And then I slipped up and got comfortable and she saw it for the first time. What's up guys? Hey. I'm so happy to have you guys on the podcast. So listen, so for the month of October, we are doing a murder mystery series and we are bringing on special guests and Mimi and I put our heads together and we were like, who would be a perfect guest to have in this series? And Lauren, the mortician, baby, <laughs> we fucking hit her up and she was like, can we do it tomorrow? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> she, she was here, man. <laughs> And here she is. What's up, baby? Hey. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Um, have you accidentally ever left something on a body when cremating it? Yes. Mm. Is there jewelry and yes. stuff? Mm. Yeah. Hate my life. Yep. I did it one time. So every time we cremate somebody, we should look at their hands. We should because sometimes they're in the body bag. And uh, I oh, didn't. Oh, wait. You cremate them in the body bag? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought they were completely naked. I thought they were naked and you just threw them mm -hmm. in the oven. They're, they're usually naked if they're in the body bag, especially if they die at a hospital or if they die after they have an autopsy. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes they die, like maybe they're on hospice or they die at home and then they'll have their clothes on. And we don't put them in a body bag. Mm -hmm. We just put them right in the cremation container. Mm -hmm. But I accidentally cremated somebody with a ring on and oh. I had to call the family and tell them. And the son told me, he goes, it's okay. She got it out of a Cracker Jack box anyways. Oh. So he said it really wasn't that special. He oh, said, I just, goodness. you know, I, I got so lucky. So lucky. I never did it again. Yeah. I was blessed that day. Because it he just said happened it, to be that one yeah, time. He, he just said, he was like, oh, not a big deal. But I was honest about it. And I told him um, because. Oh, he could um, have been a douchebag and been like, this was a yep, diamond cut. He yeah. could have. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, right now t telling you about it, I have anxiety because yeah. I knew that I, I still now that I fucked that up and I still feel horrible. Yeah. But he said he just, he, he he said it wasn't a big deal. He said he was actually happy that it went with her because he said that was probably what she would have wanted. Oh, so I got really you knew. Yeah. Have you ever had to dismember a body? Uh, thankfully not. That's a really big thing because uh, I'll have families. They'll be, they'll ask. They'll say, "Can I have Grandma's gold teeth?" Grandma oh. always wanted me to have her gold teeth. They don't teach me how to remove teeth in school. Yeah. Can you picture me in the back with a hammer knocking no. those suckers out? No. Oh my gosh. So, and I'll ask the families that. I'm like, no. And, and if you want to hire a dentist, that's fine. They, they know how to do that. You have to be so careful at the funeral home because desecration of a corpse is a really big thing. So mm. we always have to have signatures that says it's okay to do something. I've also never removed breast implants. Really? Even for cremation? Because mm -hmm. I heard they explode. Uh, they don't explode, but sometimes they can melt and then not fully melt away oh, gotcha. so they get a little gummy um wow. the forbidden gummies on the bottom of the crematory floor so you just kind of scrape it out but what i do remove <laughs> from the body is uh pacemakers so you'll see yeah. those like under you know we remove those those yeah. aren't, but we have signatures and mm -hmm. i get permission and i tell them like mm -hmm. so that they know what's happening back there thankfully i've never had to dismember a body before. yeah so, so no jeffrey dahmer shit going no on. <laughs> love to hear if y'all have had any psychedelic experiences and i remember a long time ago on one of the podcasts you told a story about like 
you had seen something or done something the first time i did acid it was a great trip we laid outside on an electricity box in a fucking apartment complex and stared at the sky and i saw angels and then i had sex on it it was fucking oh, amazing great. god sex on acid is actually pretty fun we stared at my panties for like two hours oh because <laughs> they were like in a neon light or actually that was the second time i did acid and then the first time i did acid was a good trip my ex that passed away he looked like the devil to me and it scared me um i accidentally hallucinated on dayquil the other day how nyquil nyquil no, i took way too much i was sick as fuck i was really trying to get better and then i just started to hallucinate it was bad everything was just like melting in on me doing the fucking melting i don't yeah. know how you tolerate it dude yeah when i had shrooms the other day it felt like my face was melting off of it i will fucking go to the hospital <laughs> Don't if, if something starts melting around me, I'm gonna freak out, full panic, fucking. I just embrace it. I knew it was, I know it's not forever, and I know I only have it temporarily, so I embrace it and enjoy it. You're a fucking psychopath, <laughs> literally. So he has orgasmed watching his parents slaughter a pig, and then got caught masturbating. And then she puts his fucking genitalia in boiling water. Like something was really wrong with her. I think maybe she might have gone through some sort of sexual abuse or something. You don't get like that unless something happened to you. Yeah. Absolutely. So she's just traumatizing him back. There's a little touch of the, the psychotics in that bloodline. During their upbringing, Ed and Henry were prohibited from spending any leisurely time away from the family's rural farming property in Plainsville, which meant their only physical escape was attending school. However, Augusta would discipline her sons if they attempted to make any friends at school, which significantly impeded their social interactions, and Ed, in particular, became a victim of bullying. I was. I grew up in a really strict household, and I was like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not fucking... This isn't right. Today, I have TikTok's spiritual advisor. Amy Bolesky, how are you doing, baby? Did I pronounce yeah, it right? Yeah, you did. You did absolutely. How correct. are you Thank doing, you. baby? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of like the resident Air Force medium. I would read for everybody. In the meantime, I ended up having my kid, and then I ended up starting to have uh, a lot of issues. It's okay. Hmm. Uh, it's okay. A lot of issues, and I didn't know why. What kind of issues? Oh, bad ones. Like my vagina falling out of my body. Oh. <laughs> like bad, like bad. And this is after you gave birth. Oh, after I had a kid. Like, have you ever sneezed and your asshole falls out? Like, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, okay. I can't wait for those times oh, in life. Oh, just wait. Oh. <laughs> I can't are there any diaper I had to make you laugh yeah are there any fucking diaper sponsors because we yes. can I'm just gonna I'm gonna manifest a diaper sponsorship I know please just no you put on a glove and you shove it back in oh, do yeah. you have anybody like that lost okay only reason I'm saying this like Greg Greg uh like around me? no just somebody I don't know it's weird is there like, a Greg in the room hey their only that? reason I said that is because there was a name of Greg that popped up in my spirit box and then over here I drove by a building that said Greg on it and yeah. then I saw a street that said Greg yeah and there's another thing so there's something to do with Greg Greg <laughs> I got fucking goosebumps Greg Hello, Greg. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Hello, Greg. <laughs> Good, dude. I got goosebumps. I guess that's coming up. I need you to go back and like be with them. Like, are you gonna? Can you do that? Yeah. What's up with that? With my dad? Yeah. For like Christmas this year. I know it's hard or something, but ah, uh, he's on a kidney transplant list. That's crazy. I'm like shaking. I need you to go and be with him. And he's talking about being. Greg, I'm not random. That's wild, y'all. Yeah, that's. 
I love mind blown. She absolutely fascinates me. And that's oh. very rare because people don't fascinate me too much. But I am so curious about this woman, Miss Gabby Tuft. How are you, baby? I'm wonderful. It's so good to be here. And Nashville? Oh my God. I love it. I'm just like, girl, I need to just fuck a guy and get it over with. He goes, get on Grinder. What's Grinder? And she looks at me like, what do you mean, what's Grinder? And I'm like, I don't know. Give me your phone. I've never <laughs> been with the guy. And I knock on this guy's door. It's his apartment. And he is handsome. We didn't get down to actually him fucking me because right. I was way too nervous. I was going to paint all over him and oh. shit on the bed. I'm like, I can't, I can't. I've had poop balls fall out before. Oh, God. It's <laughs> It's the worst. My worst nightmare. It is the worst. <laughs> Let me tell you. Just, it is the worst. I look like little M&Ms. Just little cookie dough batters on yeah. the bed. <laughs> yes. Horrendous. Yeah. But at one point, you know, I'm I'm going down on him. And I'm kind of doing my thing. And this is my first time doing this, right? right? So you've never I'm, sucked a dick before. Ne never. Uh, Did you think you were doing a pretty good job? I mean, you had so one. So I asked him. I said, if I do something wrong, tell me. So no, 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 no. Don't even. I'm all okay. Yeah. And at one point he goes, so, um, yeah, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, she used to make me put her stockings on her, on, on me. And I just was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was so not the dick coming out <laughs> of the mouth. I just looked at him and I was all be careful. That's how I got started. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh no, no, no. I have the country rap king in the building, and I am so thrilled and so honored, Mr. Colt Ford. Thank you. It is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I don't know about if I'm the king, but I'm just I'm glad to be here for sure, and it's cool to be doing this. With Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like these people that you have helped is kind of like a stepping stone? Um, do you ever feel like they've kind of like left you behind, even when they've gotten a little bit more notoriety than uh, you have? Not really, because I didn't. I never. I have never done anything with the intention of making sure you give me something back. But what's right is right, you know. I, th there is that, and there, and there's some truth to that, and there's yeah. some there's some people that I think could help a little bit more, but right. I meant. A lot of them don't have the stones to do that or to buck the system, so to speak, right. and go, I don't give a shit what you want. I mean, I'm, I'm down with Colton. I want you to help. I mean, right. and so, it, yeah, there's times when I get frustrated with it because I'm like, man, yeah. I, I've done a lot and I feel like, but I've never got, to, I've never been on any award show. I've never, yeah. I've never got to do any, I've never done any of that. Which they're not all they're cracked up to. No, be. and I and I get I get that too. I <laughs> Just mean, so you like know, I said, I mean, it's easy they're to, really hot and it's like a freaking big yeah, warehouse. I, I mean, I've gone to them a bunch, but I just yeah. have never got to really play on them. Yeah. I never got to do anything. That's I'm like, like a dream of an artist is to get give to play me the at mic. I'm pretty good with just the mic. I, it'll be funny if you let me host it. I mean, yeah, like, you let me and Jelly host it. It'll be funny as shit. I guarantee. The, oh, you. dude, that would be hilarious. But you know, I, I I don't know. There's times when you know, and sometimes you get alone and you go, man. I deserve to get that or to get it, yeah. at least give me a chance. Yeah. Because for me, it was always where well, we're not sure if you're country. And I'm like, have you ever been to my show? My fans are the countryest of the yeah. country. And then it was like, well, we. I feel like you represent the right trash, country, just. I mean, know. I'm like, I don't know. They were, it was always like, we're, we're scared. What if one person, like, I, I was at a station like my dad's really never heard me on the radio and he's 87 he's not in great shape that Aww. that makes me sad to go you know with, with all i've done to go man he's never really got my hometown radio station doesn't right. play, never played me oh my god so it's like that that's fr yeah that's frustrating sometimes and i think at this point what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have 
or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I think they thought I was a fad or it was something that just kind of caught a little niche and it'd go away. You've been around for and now, how long now? Now? now we're talking 15 plus years yeah. and multiple platinum and gold records. And now it's like, well, if they play me now, then they have to go, we were wrong. Today, yeah, baby. Today we are doing another true crime slash murder mystery podcast, and we have none other than the unrecognizable Chelsea Lynn, baby. Woo-hoo. What's up, Thank- Mama? I'm great. Thanks for having me back on the pod. So she's giving the child away, and she's trading sexual favors for drugs at eleven. At eleven years old, because she has so much pain she's just trying to numb she doesn't know anything better nobody was there to teach her hey this is the right thing to do you shouldn't you know yeah you're 11 you should be going to school and mm -hmm. fucking enjoying your childhood being beat by this grandfather and god knows who knows what the grandmother did because she's a raging alcoholic she literally had no place to go she had no examples of what to be like Mm -hmm. and how to do better. Eileen Warnos ended up dropping out of her school. Her grandmother died of liver failure and her grandfather eventually kicked her from the home at 14. Started to live in the woods, fending for herself through prostitution. She was prostituting at 14. Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine. Where are you finding the people? Oh, you know, easily. So sick. Right. Grown men are disgusting. I think what needs to be talked about more is I have dealt with sexual advances from men since I was five years old. It's disgusting. I, I was playing in a boat in my front yard one time and a dude came up and started jacking off in front of me when I was five years old. Dahmer was honestly trying to hide it. I don't feel like she was trying to hide these. Right. Maybe she's she not too well to Dumping bodies yeah. and taking cars. Dahmer's over here like digging graves right. for these people and eating them. Ugh. And it's the- fucking them. It's the oh. car for me. If I'm killing someone, I'm not driving their car around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'd be fucking petrified. Do right. we ever know yeah. what kind of drugs they were on? Mm-mm. Because I feel like that does all pl- also play a role in like what mental state you're in. I yeah. mean, tweakers don't think things through very well. Correct. You know, Crack is it- whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. She's- but I mean, it could have been because yeah, like tweakers just like they don't logically think they yeah. you know they're just gonna take this car right but not think yeah. through the whole scenario yeah right. yeah yeah i don't think they ever talk about their drug abuse that's crazy they, they should and they were caught for it but never yeah. like what kind of drugs i mean you look at pictures of her girlfriend and she looks like a crackhead yeah i haven't seen real pi- i saw christina oh, richie no, in the movie I saw real pictures really so crackhead. she might have been a crackhead we got dimps in the house baby mm. hey how's it going she's coming to fucking spill some tea today give some dating advice i mean who 
<laughs> wouldn't want dating vice from the from the dimps the dimpsy todd <laughs> probably fucking has nightmares at night hearing that in his mind <laughs> it's not that bad is it a little bit yeah nails on the chalkboard thought it was gonna work out he was that companion that um anything that was happening in my life i could call and tell him all the good news the bad news i could share everything a lot of people know. don't know that you guys were talking for a whole year because you actually kind of just played it off like you guys were just friends i mean it didn't take a rocket scientist and not like figure that I was sleeping with the guy. Yeah, you know, the internet likes confirmation because mm. if not, all they do is speculate. There was a lot of problems in the relationship. I don't need people to nitpick apart our whole relationship because I don't know how it would be if he was sitting here. I probably would tore his ass a new one. In lieu of the circumstances that have happened, absolutely. We rekindled our friendship there was a time period where we took a break because he wasn't meeting my needs and it is so exhausting having to explain yourself in a relationship hey this is not working this is what i need you to do you know what i mean yeah. it's exhausting what needs wasn't he meeting uh physical and sexual yeah like he just couldn't just lay it down man yeah. oh <laughs> like, no and i don't know Cat daddy's got all that dick and doesn't know what to do with it hold on let me make sure i get this right because there's so many like accolades that come with this man's name now <laughs> two-time grammy nominated jelly roll yes did i do it right you did it right do you I know what i thought about though i'm gonna challenge you on this because okay. i had this thought the other day about myself do you think that it's age that's made us this patient, right? Or trials and tribulations? Or do you think that this is who we always were and that God just finally softened us, put us in a soft enough situation to be who we were? I think it's a little bit of both. Because I, I thought about that. It's like where we are in our lives right now, we could be any person we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Like at a time we could be out being the wildest we could have ever been. We choose not to be at a time where we could be doing just, you know, like we, the, we, we have access to so many things yeah. that if we'd have had access to even four or five years ago, we'd have jumped on probably. But that's why. And I, I feel like God didn't give us what we wanted at that time so badly because he knew we would mishandle it. Mm. And I feel like you can't be this wise young because you won't live. Right. You know, so it's like, I feel like we had to fucking make mistakes. Mm. We had to be assholes. We had to fucking hurt people we had to be hurt mm. you know just to get to this moment and i feel like it's a little bit of age and i feel like it's also who we were it's just we that is what molded us i sure hope i hope kev on stage fucking puts an organ behind you saying that like he did me <laughs> fucking <laughs> preach come on kev on stage preach. let's go baby preach. so that you're like oh that's that's deserving that's cool and it's kind of a praise moment where just the you it's one night that we celebrate music yeah and it's kind of one night where the boxes don't really matter no more right you know and that's the hardest thing of the music business because there's so many boxes and then you know no matter what box you're in people don't think you belong in it right you know and i, I thought that was just me because i always get the you're not country stuff and it's like what i gotta do go fuck a goat <laughs> you know what i mean god would, would it help if i told everybody not bunny was my cousin <laughs> bunny's my cousin y'all is you know it's like fucking what do y'all yeah. need for me not to first we're real cousins yeah, we're cousin cousins <laughs> but it's like you know bad joke but i'm from the south i can joke like that. yeah